Hello and welcome to the Fit and Free podcast. This is a podcast for women who want it all, to feel strong and confident in their bodies, as well as enjoying a sneaky mug on a Friday night. I'm an exercise physiologist and sports nutritionist here to teach you how to achieve your body goals without food and your body controlling your life. So let's jump in. We are back, baby. Welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Free podcast. Guys, I've missed you. You have no idea how excited I am to be sitting down in my room recording this episode for you guys. The podcast had a little bit of an extended holiday because little old Loz over here was just trying to catch up and adjust to her new life back in Australia. So if you're a new listener, Hello, my name is Laura. I'm an exercise physiologist and I'm a sports nutritionist and literally on a mission to help women stop fearing food so that they can change their body composition, get strong, build muscle, lose fat and feel really confident within themselves. So I've been on a little bit of a hiatus of podcasting because I'm just trying to get my ducks in a line. So I've got a lot in store for you for this episode and it's going to be an absolute game changer in terms of how you think about yourself and how about your body and about food and all the things. But first of all, I'm going to give you a little bit of a life update. So we're back in Oz. We've been here for four weeks now and I'm absolutely loving it. The grocery store, the coffee, the lifestyle, the beaches, the weather, like Let's be honest, Australia is such a good place and it's such a good country. And every time I go away and travel and come back here, I always anchor into a a lot of gratitude because like, I'm so thankful that this is where I'm from and I just love it so much. So it's always so nice to go out and adventure, but then have this beautiful place to come back to each and every time. We've moved back down to the south coast of New South Wales and I love it down here. I love the weather. It's nice and cold, which is good. For now, this is where we're going to be living for the foreseeable future. Nils and I sat down and we did some profit planning, some business planning and some planning for next year. And for me right now, I want to create a beautiful balance of having structure within my everyday life. Because yeah, living out a suitcase is fucking amazing and it's really fun and there's so much adventure. There's definitely a lack of stability and certainty in my life that I was craving. So what we're doing now is we're more so setting up ourselves as a home base. And then from here, we're going to continue to travel. So we're going to probably go back to Bali because we absolutely love it. We love the lifestyle there. We love the people. We love the food. We love the coffee. We love the gyms. We love the surf. So it's such a fun place to be. So we're definitely probably going to spend uh, an extended period of time over in Bali again. And then my dream, my plan, something that I've been in the works manifesting for like two years now is I'm bringing it to life. I'm absolutely next Christmas is I want to have a white Christmas. I want to be in Europe and I want to see the snow and I want it to be white and I want all the Christmas vibes. Um, I love Christmas so much. And yes, I am flying to the Sunshine Coast in like three weeks to my best friend's house so that I can help her put up her Christmas tree. Like this is how dedicated I am to Christmas. But 
in saying that that is our plan next year of I'm setting my intentions. I'm getting clear on what the fuck I want in my life and I'm going to make that happen. And I'm fucking excited about it. So that's the plan. That's what's in the works and that's what we're doing. So in between all the travel, what we're going to be doing is just working. I'm just going to be like in my element, of course, recording podcasts, creating content, and most importantly, coaching my amazing clients and helping them heal their relationships with food, learn how to train correctly so that they actually get body composition changes that they want. Um, so let's jump into today's episode. And today's episode, I'm going to be talking about one of the biggest mistakes that so many active females are making that are hindering their results with their body composition. So I want to rewind. I want to take you guys back three years ago when I was deeply invested in trying to change my body composition. This is when I had no idea what I had to do. This is when I thought I had to lose weight in order to tone up. This is when I was trying to eat next to nothing, work off my food, burn all the calories in hope that I would get this lean, fit, toned physique. Anytime I woke up, the first thing I would always do is I would look in the mirror and I would lift up my shirt and I would look at my stomach and I would think like, has it changed? Is what I'm doing working? Do I have to eat less today? But the thing was, it wasn't when I just woke up in the morning. It was every single time I went to the toilet, I would lift up my shirt again and look at my stomach side on. And I would sit there and I would judge myself. I would, I was riddled with so much negative self-talk. You're so fat, Laura. You can't eat that bad food. But it wasn't only every time I went to the bathroom. It was any time I ever saw my reflection. So I'm talking about walking past a shop front and looking in the window. I'm talking about filling your car up with petrol and seeing myself. And again, picking my stomach apart. And this is the thing, guys. It's like... People talk about, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and looking at your appearance and then being like, cool, let's move on. Like some would say that it's normal to check yourself out. Like it's human nature, right? We go to the toilet and, you know, we wash our hands and then we look at our teeth to see we've got spinach in it. And then we move on with our day. But the thing was, is what I was doing, being so fixated, any single time I saw myself in the reflection was the problem because it wasn't necessarily like the looking and the picking apart. Like, yes, that's so horrible. That's not self-respect. Shaming yourself every single time you look at yourself in the mirror, but it was what would happen next. I would allow it to dictate my mood. If I wasn't happy with what I saw, I was constantly focused on it. I couldn't be present in any situation. I was constantly thinking about how I had to change my body, what I could eat, always never being able to be present there with people, but always in my head, constantly fixated on it. It would make me angry. It would make me upset. It would make me frustrated. It would make me overwhelmed. It made me doubt myself. 
it made me lose trust in myself. Not only was it dictating my mood, but it was also dictating how much I was allowed to eat. It was dictating how much I should be exercising. Saying things to myself like, have I eaten too much? I need to be better. I need to be good. I can't eat these bad things. I need to go for an extra run. And this is the problem. This was my problem because I was constantly outsourcing my power, allowing how I felt about my reflection to determine how I should eat and how I should train, which ultimately left me under eating and over exercising and even further away from changing my body composition in the way that I wanted it to in terms of building muscle and losing fat so that I actually looked toned. What I saw in the mirror was making me do the opposite of what I needed to do in order to get the body I wanted. It kept me skinny fat at years because it was this behavior of this restriction of telling myself that I needed to do more exercise, that I needed to leave a social situation. I remember having mugs with my besties and then two mugs in, I was like, oh, I've got to go organize some stuff at home. But secretly, I hadn't been to the gym yet. So that's where I had to go. That's where I forced myself to go. People would look at me and be like, oh, she's so healthy. She's so motivated. But in reality, what it actually was doing, it was driving a wedge between me and my partner. It was driving a wedge between me and my friendships. I could never be present with my friends because I was constantly fixated on me on how I needed to be different, how I needed to change my body so that I ultimately felt happy, that I felt free and ultimately so that I would feel enough. It wasn't until I changed my internal story and it wasn't until I stopped body checking was I able to truly break free from food, my body, and ultimately, therefore, be able to start fueling my body correctly, start training to get strong, and then actually seeing results from all the hard work that I was putting in. In the 10 years of working in the nutrition and exercise space, this is again and again one of the biggest mistakes that I see active, health-conscious females make when they're trying to lose fat and build muscle. And it's this thing called body checking. You know what I mean? It's that waking up every morning and pinching loose skin or staring at yourself in the mirror nonstop and shaming every last part of you. It's measuring body parts. It's taking selfies. It's weighing yourself multiple times a day. What you guys have to realize is that all of these things is actually driven by a survival mechanism that is there to do one thing, and that is to keep you safe. Keeping you safe from the real uncomfortable things that you're believing to be true. And as long as you are driven by what you look like each morning or what the scale says, Chances are you're going to be stuck in these vicious cycles like I was, stuck in this skinny fat cycle. 
where you end up exercising yourself into the ground, eating next to nothing and absolutely have nothing to show for it. A study published in 2004, researchers found that body checking is closely associated with disordered eating. For many people with disordered eating, body checking can become a way to try and reduce anxieties about weight gain, food, eating in general, and calories. What happens is thoughts about food or weight may trigger a threat response. The body goes into a fight or flight mode. And as a result, checking the body repeatedly may become an attempt to cope with the physical and emotional symptoms that go along with confronting a perceived threat. Experts say that too much body checking or checking in a ritual way, just like I was, can worsen symptoms for someone with disordered eating. When the threat response prompts body checking, it can intensify feelings that your body is imperfect, increase the fear of losing control, and lead to continued limitations on what you eat. So you can see it's clear from the research that body checking has so much negative impact on the way that we then can show up with our nutrition and exercise. So what happens is you continue to body check and so you end up feeling burnt out, defeated, and inevitably you give up. Think about it. Why would you keep doing something if it's not conducing the results that you want? When in reality, every successful gym girlie that I have ever known or who I have ever worked with knows the truth is that the results that you actually desire on are on the other side of your comfort zone, aka giving up the body checking. And if you started to change the way of being, the way that you needed that confirmation that you haven't gained 10 kilos overnight, that if you started operating a way of being aligned with the version of yourself who you already want to become, if you don't do that, then how are you ever going to be successful? Like, think about it. If you are spending all day checking your body, lifting up your shirt, measuring your thighs, jumping on the scale, thinking about what you should eat to change your body and avoid all the actions that are actually making you successful, how are you ever going to be successful? How are you ever going to get off the emotional roller coaster of trying to change your body? but instead be able to fuel your body correctly, be consistent for one, stop self-sabotaging your results and actually get there. So we know now that body checking is not helpful in changing our body composition. So how the hell do we stop? How the hell can we break the habit and start validating ourselves from the inside rather needing that external validation from the outside. I've got a few helpful tips and tangible things that you literally can start implementing today to help you break free of this pattern so that you can start fueling your body correctly, start training in a way that makes you feel empowered and actually see results in your body. I will say this. Fear is 100% one of the number one 
things that stop people from reaching their body composition goals. And that's why so many people are stuck in cycles of like, you know, jumping to diets, different coaches, because it's not as easy as just following a meal plan. It's not as easy as just following an exercise program. And if it was, you'll probably be able to download an exercise program and a meal plan on the internet Or you can just go on to like one of those apps, like sweat it, like the Kayla Insets apps, and you would be able to see results. Because the thing is, guys, is like one of the biggest reasons why people are not reaching their goals is because of fear. The fear of eating enough food. The fear of weight gain. The fear of what will happen to them if they aren't good if they don't eat clean, if they eat too many calories. And this is why I love my clients, because in order to actually change, you have to go outside of your comfort zone and you have to conquer your fear. And that requires, you've got to be courageous. You've got to have the balls to do it. And that's the vibe and that is the woman that I'm working with and it's so fucking phenomenal working with these women who are willing to make change and take responsibility and overcome their fears. Because like, let's not sugarcoat this. This shit is fucking hard. Like, I spent so much of my life with this shit controlling it and I know how hard it is. I know how hard it is to be afraid of food. When my first coach told me to have a brownie, I was like, fucking no, (laughs) no way I'm going to do that. I don't want to gain weight. Oh my God. It's so bad. Too many calories. All of the things. So fear stops us so much from ultimately achieving the body that we want. And that's why we have to start being brave, having the balls to fucking do it. Because I'm telling you on the other side, your world will change. Your life will really change. So number one, my tip number one is be ballsy. (laughs) Have courage. Do the shit that is fucking terrifying. Invest in the coach. Eat the extra calories. Do something that you're afraid of. Wear the shorts. Do an exercise in the gym that you don't know how to do. Because if you continue to stay inside your comfort zone, how are you ever going to change? How are you ever going to grow? So this is where a tangible tip is one thing that you can do right now is do something that's terrifying. Go outside of your comfort zone. Do it. Tag me on Instagram or send me a DM being like, Laura, I did this. I was so scared, but I did it anyway. Because the more that we do this, the more that we normalize that things aren't so scary. The more that we normalize that these, you know, Lebanese breads because they've got so many calories and I'm so scared to eat them because they're going to make me fat. The more that you normalize that you can eat it because you can, because at the end of the day, you need the calories in order to build muscle. You need carbohydrates because it's your body's favorite source of energy. The more that you normalize that it's safe to do these things, aka this example, eat the Lebanese bread, the more you realize that what's possible for you, the more courage that you can have, the more that you can break through these fears, possibilities and become endless. So tip number one is just doing one thing that terrifies you, 
so that you can create safety in it and then continue, continue, continue. One of the biggest mistakes people make here is like they try and do all of the things at once and all of a sudden everything's too scary and can't handle anything. Literally ticking a little things off at a time is absolutely going to be able to help you so much long-term and all you have to do is start small. Tip number two is awareness. Awareness that you're doing it when you're doing it so that you can implement a strategy to stop doing it, right? I always say this, awareness is the first thing that you need in order to change. And this, you know, it's a blind spot where humans run on patterns and we're doing these things every single day. And we don't, until we stop and become aware of what we're doing, then how are we ever going to change that? So this is where intentionality comes into it. You get to start being an intentional human. So waking up, instead of just waking up, going to make your coffee and then, you know, maybe getting ready for the gym, wake up with intention and just pay attention to how you're showing up in the morning and what you're doing. Then bring awareness to, you know, when you get stuck in these body checking patterns. And then the next thing is understand why. Awareness in when and an awareness in why, why you're doing it. So are you the type of person that is standing in front of the mirror before you have a shower and then just destroying yourself? Are you, every time you go into the toilet, like I was lifting up your shirt and picking your stomach apart? Are you weighing yourself every single day? Like what is your pattern and when are you doing it? So it's number one. Number two is you have to ask yourself why you're doing it. Like we said before, body checking is actually a protection mechanism for the body, right? We do it because we need that reassurance that we haven't gained all this weight, that our thighs haven't grown four centimeters overnight, that what we are doing is working, right? We're utilizing it as external validation to prove to ourselves that we are getting results because what you have to remember is everything that we do in life has a positive intention. So this positive intention of body checking is to help our ego, the part of us that is trying to protect us from, you know, gaining all this weight, because if we gain all this weight, then we're not going to be free, happy, or ultimately enough. Then the body checking is just a, a way of our ego protecting us from all of those feelings. So it's really, really important for us to understand that our body is just trying to protect us and our body is just trying to make us feel enough. And this is where we have to learn how to start validating ourselves instead of needing that external thing to prove to us that we are enough, that we are free, that we are good enough. So this is where I invite you to reflect on your own behaviors, on why you feel like you need to body check and what is the thing that it's giving you. Because like, think about it. At the end of the day, changing a body composition comes down to science. Having enough calories, either, you know, eating at maintenance calories, Progressive overload in the gym, making sure your training's in line, you know, intensity, making volume is right, 
recovery. Like there's all these factors that you absolutely need to get in alignment that is from science, right, in order to change your body. It's the emotional stuff that gets intertwined with it all that makes us self-sabotage. It makes us want to give up and it makes us feel like fucking shit along the way. And it's when we outsource our power to our emotions and these rules that we've created and ultimately running away from this feeling of being enough is when we start making irrational decisions based off emotion, aka my body looks like this, so therefore I have to act in this way. And that's where we run into a lot of problems. It's when we start basing our decisions off our emotional response to all of these things rather than looking at this objectively. And I encourage you, if you cannot look at your own things objectively, number one, you need to build the mindset so that you can. And that requires being brave and working on your shit. (laughs) I'm going to be upfront. Like I had to detach my worth from my body. I had to detach worth from my photos. I had to detach worth from the scale. Was it easy? Fucking no. Was it worth it? Absolutely. And this is this whole conversation, right, of being brave and doing the things because, yeah, you can keep getting triggered from the scale and what your measurements look like or you can create a really beautiful relationship with it and start utilizing the numbers as data because data-driven decisions, and this is something business taught me, data-driven decisions are the best type of decisions that you're ever going to make because it's based on measurements, it's based on logic, it's based on real facts and results rather than how we think and feel about it. So it's very, very important to understand when you're doing it and why you're doing it so that you can create either a better mindset, number one with the numbers is a perfect place to start there, or number two is maybe you need to take a break from it completely and heal your mindset and heal how you feel about it all and then go back into it. So tip number three, now we understand when we do it and why we do it. So we often, it's coming from a place of protection, protecting ourselves from these low feelings of not feeling good enough or you know, a, a lot of places it comes from protection, right? Of feeling of not being good enough and or fear of failure is a really big one is we need that confirmation that we're not failing. So tip number three is creating internal validation on our results. And what I mean by this is start measuring our progress in other ways. Start measuring our progress in terms of what our relationship with food is like. Am I feeling guilty? Am I feeling, do I feel shame? Do I feel scared to eat something? Do I feel really confident? Do I feel really confident in my food choices? Measuring things like energy levels. How is my energy level? Do I have enough energy to withlast the day? How are my training sessions feeling? Measuring progress with how your strength training is progressing. Are you getting stronger every single week? Are you lifting heavier? Motivation levels. How am I feeling motivation-wise? Am I enjoying myself along the way? 
while yes, these don't seem very tangible things, but when we start focusing in on progress in terms of how our body is responding to the program, then if we're feeling really good, if we're feeling really energized, if we're loving how we're feeling, we're committed, we're doing all the things, we're building self-trust, we're committing to all the things that we're saying that we're going to do, we start to feel really fucking empowered and we start to be consistent. Because this is the thing. If we're so tied up in the body checking world, then it becomes that emotional roller coaster of, oh, I'm not there yet. Oh, I haven't seen results. Oh, I'm failing. Oh, I'm shit. Oh, I'm good enough. I'm not good enough. Oh, what's the point? This is never possible for me. This is really hard for me. Right? We can go there. Or we can really start focusing on the shit that really matters. And ultimately, I will always say that number one is our health. Because when we feel fucking amazing in terms of how we feel about ourselves, everything then gets so much easier. Think to a time where you were so up and down on a roller coaster versus a time where you were consistent for three weeks. That version of you who was consistent for three weeks, how did she feel? So tip number three is shift your focus from these measures of, you know, body checking, weighing yourself every day to measures of how you're physically feeling in terms of your energy levels, in terms of your relationship with food, in terms of are you getting stronger in the gym, all the things that we have full control over. A really good one is um, following, being an integrous human, doing the shit that you say you're going to do. Hashtag integrity things. Honestly, keeping promises to yourself and measuring that is going to be allow you to see results a hell of a lot faster than weighing yourself every day and feeling fucking shit about it. Moving on to tip number four. Tip number four is taking a break from social media. I talk about comparison a lot and this is something I talk a lot inside the Fit and Free Academy and I am empathetic towards people who struggle with social media because I once viewed the world as this is not possible for me. I wish I could be the fit one. I wish I was thin. I wish I was skinny. I wish I could be like her. I wish my stomach looked like her. Like I've been on the end of, I used to compare myself so much to so many people. So I get it. I really do. But I don't want to sit here and normalize it because comparison is an internal choice and we get to decide what's possible for ourselves. And the way to do that is building our own worth, building our own results and building our internal story. Because ultimately what we're doing when we're comparing is we look at someone and then we wish that we had that. So ultimately we're not necessarily judging the person. We're judging the things that we don't like about ourselves that we see in the other person. I wish I could have her flat stomach actually means I just fucking hate my stomach. So this is the piece, right? Of this is where we have to build our internal story. Again, it comes back to our own worth and our own value and how we perceive ourselves, self-respect, self-admiration, self-belief, because until we have all those things internally, we're going to continue to sit on social media and tell ourselves how shit we are because we're not like them. 
So if auditing your social media right now and removing anyone that doesn't make you feel like your badass self, then absolutely do that. Don't follow people that make you feel like shit. But at the same time, it's this is your opportunity to realize that you need to work on your own worth. You need to work on yourself. Because when you start working on yourself and building all these things, you can then look at other people and being like, holy fuck, if that's possible for her, that's possible for me. And this just becomes an opportunity for us to work on ourselves. Be your best version of yourself. And I say this with so much love and I say this with so much compassion because I do know what it feels like to absolutely fucking hate yourself. I do know what it feels like to need all the external validations to feel good enough in anything. So to summarize that tip, it's audit your social media. Get rid of the ones in this phase of your journey that don't make you feel good. But as well as doing that, start working on how you talk to yourself every single day. Because just removing the people off your social media is not going to solve your problem. It's just going to be like a, you know, a quick fix of removing that trigger. Yes, it is very helpful. But at the same time, we've got to heal our fucking shit so that we can move, move forward. Because we can't just like work live in a world where we're just, you know, walking around eggshells all the time until we get triggered again. It's like, no, let's work on our shit. Let's build our worth. Let's build our inner boss babe. Let's build our inner queens. Let's step in out to our strong girl era so that we can feel fucking good from the inside out. The next tip I have for you is really, really utilizing gratitude. And I know people talk about it all the time of like, just be grateful. Um, But even if you're just sitting here right now and like say out loud two things that you're grateful for, how does that make you feel? Gratitude allows us to anchor into receiver energy. It allows us to calm our nervous system and it allows us to come back to the present moment. All of this stuff that we're talking about today is survival mechanism. It's fight or flight. It's increase in cortisol. It's ego. It's our body doing everything to try and keep us safe from the unwanted feelings that we don't want. So that's why in these moments of when you are maybe standing in front of yourself in the mirror, when you're about to say something negative, instead of saying something negative, being on autopilot, try replacing that autopilot with something that you're grateful for about your body. I am so grateful for that my body can go and squat, you know, 60 kilos and hold it for three seconds. I am so grateful for how my body shows up for me every single day. And then my last tip for you guys, and I got this one off TikTok, and I think it was Kendall Jenner that I saw it on online, but she said her psychologist told her to put up a photo of herself when she was three years old and put it up on your mirror in, and when you're getting dressed or in your bathroom before you have a shower and then realize it's like every mean thing that you are saying to yourself, ultimately you're saying it to that baby girl on the wall over there. You're saying that to your inner child, your true voice, the one who is there supporting you every single day, the one that is getting you through your life and you're being so fucking mean to her 
every single time you shame yourself. So put a cute little photo up of yourself and instead of saying something negative, try to say something positive about her. I was a cute kid. I had cute curly hair. And anytime I saw the photo of myself, I'd be like, boss, you're actually so cute. (laughs) Because the more we can practice flipping the negative into a positive, the more that we are rewiring our brain. And with this, we know in order to do that, we need repetition. Repetition. Think about any sort of skill. Thinking about learning to ride a bike. It's the same with changing our self-talk. We can't just expect to be able to say all these nice things because we haven't ridden with the training wheels yet. And this is how we start, is commitment, responsibility on the daily. (laughs) So my loves, I knew I was bringing it back with a bang. We went deep today. So I am so grateful that you are still here and listen to this whole thing with me. I want you to know what you guys think of this one. It's not my usual topic of nutrition and exercise, but we are bringing it more into the conversations because this is such an important part for everyone's journey to be able to shift. And the one thing I do want you guys to know is that I am all for changing your body composition. I honestly believe healthy, like fat loss and body recomping is, can actually be a form of self-love. But there is a difference between doing it because you fucking hate yourself and because you're doing it out of self-respect. And until you can do it from a place of self-respect in terms of fueling your body adequately, training to feel strong and empowered rather than punishment is when we're going to be able to see a sustainable result long term. If we're doing it from a place of this needy energy of like, I, my body has to look a certain way in order for me to be free, happy or enough, then there lies a problem and we need to work on our fucking shit. But if we're doing it from a place of, oh, my body feels so good when it's strong, my body feels so good when it's full of energy, then that is an absolute vibe and that is where you're going to see magic because everything becomes a hell of a lot easier. So my loves, tag me, share me on your Instagram stories. Let's get this out to as many people as possible. And I will see you guys. No, you'll hear me next week. The number one challenge that all my clients face before we start working together is a lack of clarity on how much and what to eat to lose weight. Often they are making two huge mistakes, constantly trying to skip meals or eat under 1600 calories. Secondly, only allowing themselves bad foods like chocolate on the weekend, but end up binging all to tell themselves they're going to start again on Monday. If you feel like you have tried every diet under the sun and still can't figure out what to eat to achieve your weight loss goals, Take my free two-minute quiz. You can find the link in the show notes down below. And it will help you figure out exactly what you're doing wrong with your nutrition and exercise and exactly what to do to fix it so that you can finally be confident in your body and achieve your weight loss goals.